0: Welcome to Community Concepts on LocalJobNetwork.com radio, where we discuss the connection of jobs and the community. I'm your host, Ezra Mahara, and today we're talking about finding work after serving time for a crime. And our in-studio guest is Melvin Pugh from Word of Hope Ministries. Well, welcome, Melvin. How are you?
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure and an honor to be here.
0: Good. Well, why don't you uh, start by telling us what exactly is Word of Hope Ministries?
1: Well, Word of Hope is a social service program, primarily. uh, It was established in 1996 by our uh, founder, Charles McClellan. He's a bishop of uh, the um, Holy Cathedral Church, very successful church. As he was successful with the church, he decided he wanted to do something positive for the community around the church, so he started his own social service program and called it Word of Hope.
0: And what do you do there?
1: I'm an employment specialist. Uh, my job is primarily to help people find employment. Uh, we have a component a portion of individuals that, who happen to be ex-offenders, and I have the uh, proud opportunity to try and help put those individuals into work.
0: And that's that's why you came in today, so that we could talk about helping ex-offenders become self-sufficient. Tell us a little bit about the programs that you guys offer there for ex-offenders?
1: Well, you know, we have a variety of uh, services that surround those ex-offenders. Primarily, what we have is a special program called REXO. It's called uh, Reintegration of Ex-Offenders. With that, we're going to provide the individual with case management services that can include housing, clothing, driver's license, GED training, but in particular, our focus is employment. It's an employment-based program where our, our major focus is employment, and there are, in addition to that, training opportunities as well.
0: And then, you know, you said that you help with employment. I mean, do you help with the job search itself, with getting resumes in order? I mean, what are some of the kind of the nitty-gritty details of, of what you do with the, the employment services?
1: Well, you know, some of the things we do are, are based off our uh, – special uh, services and that's an employment and training workshop so individuals will come in every Monday morning we sign up new individuals for our uh, program at 9 a.m. every every Monday and what we're going to do is we're going to give them an orientation it's going to last about three hours we're going to tell them about the services that we offer we're going to tell them about the programming uh, and we're going to sign them up so they can receive those services as well as that goes along, we're also going to offer them an employment and training workshop. Now, that's a key component to Word of Hope, where we're going to have a job search workshop from Tuesday through Friday from 9 to noon. With that workshop, that's where we're going to provide information and services and interviewing and techniques and all of the things to help them find a job. And keep a job.
0: What kind of walk me through if I came for one of the workshops what what would that entail what would I have to be prepared for you know would I need to bring anything is there a cost to these services?
1: Well first of all all of our services are are totally free. Okay. And we'll talk about some of the other services that we offer. As it relates to employment you'd come in we're gonna talk to you about the services that we offer we're gonna sign you up for those services and, and that's going to include employment. That's going to include the signing up for the program we call REXO to see if you qualify for that program. Now, that program is separate from our general programming, which is called Word of Hope. Okay. In the REXO program, this is for individuals who have been released from prison or jail where they've stayed 30 days or more and they have nonviolent, non sexual cases in their past. Those are the individuals where that that programming is focused for.
0: And are those the only requirements that you have for that program? Those, those
1: are the primary requirements okay. for RECSO. For Word of Hope, which is our other employment component, anyone can come in under that umbrella, um, no matter what their background is. We don't turn them away. Where other programs don't offer services to ex-offenders, that's where Word of Hope is special, and we do. But let me be careful. When my boss is listening. I want to make <laughs> sure that everyone knows we help everyone throughout the entire community, not just ex-offenders. We're not for we're not an ex-offender program only. We help everyone. Okay. We just help people who are ex-offenders where other programs won't.
0: Got it. All right. And um, so what if, you know, like you had said, that they'll come in for some of these workshops. Kind of going back to what I had asked a little bit prior to that, do you guys help with um, resumes in that workshop? Or I know you said job preparation, job training kind of thing. It's
1: it's an all-encompassing job search workshop. You know, that's approximately about 20 hours for that week. We're going to go over a variety of things. The first thing I want to do is start off with the attitude. You've got to change the individual's attitude coming out of prison. You you can't have that same violent or or negative mentality. You've got to change. You you have to be more pleasant. You have to be polite. Mm -hmm. You have to be the type of person people want to work with. And the, the mean streets, you have to put that in your past. You have to open up yourself to more positive activities and behaviors. And those will help you become a more positive employee.
0: So that, I think, would be a good tip for um, anybody, even if they weren't coming to your to your workshop or you're right. coming for your services, for ex, ex-offenders looking for a job, would that be the first thing that you would suggest that they do is kind of focus on that attitude and the mentality when they get out?
1: You've got to. You've, you've got to change your behavior. You can't go back to what you were doing before. It's only going to lead you back to negative behaviors.
0: Okay, and then, um, so once, you know, you kind of work on the attitude, what would be the next thing that you would...
1: Ne- next thing we want to start, we, we want to talk to them about um, their individual demeanor, how they carry themselves. We want them to be professional. Uh, we want them to be, be positive. Uh, we want them to have a uh, positive approach about people that they're interacting with as they uh, go about and apply for jobs, mm-hmm. need to be pleasant. You need to network with individuals. You need to be pleasant if you're going to ask someone. You encounter someone on the bus and they're talking about a job. You want to be pleasant and ask them. Yeah, you never
0: know where those those connections are going to come. Employment
1: opportunities as well. We're going to cover as well application filling. That's important. I'm getting it from employers where individuals won't fill the complete application. We want to help them. A lot of them have forgotten where they've worked.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
1: been so long. So we want to go back and find the old street address, find the phone number, find where, the zip code, because some of those are questions that come up on the application. And These individuals have forgotten that, so they leave it blank. So when they turn in the application, it's not complete, it and that's not going to Disqualified gonna
0: be right away. <laughs> they're applying
1: for the job. So something you and I might take just as normal Individuals coming uh, right. from prison, you know, have no idea how important it is to right. fill those types of, uh, yep. of details out.
0: Absolutely, I can't stress that enough. Do not leave anything blank on uh, an application or or some you know in a, an application process, whether it be online or in paper. Um, and then you were talking about kind of the demeanor and you know the way that they're they're presenting themselves. Do you help with clothing or anything like that, especially when it comes to interviews?
1: Sure. Let, and let's take you through more of the workshop, sure. and, and some of those activities, and and you, we're going to talk to them as well about how to interact with others, coworkers, workers people of different gender, different races, different uh, social backgrounds, how to be a good coworker with those individuals, Once you get that job, once you're applying for the job, uh, you need to be more uh, accepting as it becomes Mm -hmm. that. We're going to talk to them about interviewing and the interview process, how important that is for them as well. We're going to then go later on in the week and we'll help develop that resume. Now, what we encounter is a lot of guys, 28, 29, 30, who've never worked. So they're coming to me. The employer says, Provide me with a resume, and you've never worked.
0: Right. What do you put so on you, there? What do you do? <laughs> what I don't know. What you do you have? come to Hope
1: and get your hope get, get help there. And what we're going to do is we're, we're going to develop something. We want to scrapulate some of the things that they may have done if it was work in prison, if it was volunteer work, okay. something that maybe they did as, as a kid. They may have washed cars. We might be able to turn that around to maybe possibly— being a detailer uh, uh, with a with a car company or something like that, so we want to really find out. If not, then we're what we're going to do is develop a letter type situation in terms of the individual skills: strong, attentive, uh, right. hardworking behavior, uh, ready to go to work, um, ready to follow all instructions, um, right. eager. So, so we want to fill in some some of the qualifications that the individual. And skill traits that the individual has, even though he may not have worked.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's all about that, that key of um, transitional skills. And, you know, I've, I've actually interviewed a lot of different veteran organizations and uh, veteran representatives, and it seems, you know, that you got it's kind of the same story a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, the the reintegration. You know, Mm -hmm. coming back into the the workforce, using your transfer, finding a way to make those skills transferable onto a resume and just having a, a little bit of a different mentality you know, in the civilian life right. style now. So there is hope out there. I mean, That's true. <laughs> it's, you know, you're not the only ones out there struggling with this. I think that there's, you know, it might be, a, you know, in a different scenario, but well, there's, there is circumstances that kind of can lead to the same results, which are positive.
1: One of the areas we talk about is goals. You and I, you know, may have had, had a goal in life of had individuals who their mere goal is just to find a job. You know, mm-hmm. I, at 13, I knew I wanted to go to college.
0: Right.
1: At 13, I've got guys 33, no goals, no idea, right. no concept of wanting to do anything for themselves. So we want to try and give them some examples. We want to talk to them about how important it is for them to have goals, uh, for them to be focused. Also give do a big example uh, about goals. Uh, where I say to the guy, "Well, let's rob a bank." You don't have any goals. You don't have any plan to do anything with your life. Let's go rob the bank. And then they kinda, the light kind of comes on. Right. I need to have. I need to focus on something. There are other ex offenders who have come out. They've got legit, as as we call it, and they're working. They're starting their own businesses. They're doing something positive. There are some opportunities out there. They're working. Why can't you?
0: Right. Now, for some of those people that you've helped in the past and just for other companies out there, do you, at Word of Hope, do you guys have, uh, Word of Hope Ministries, do you guys have relationships with some of these employers to hire on some of your now participants helping in the program? Or do you have any kind of programs as far as with the employers?
1: Yeah, You know, and what happens with employers and, you know, I want to be careful. Everyone doesn't want their age, uh, or a company to be associated right. we don't have to name any companies no, so, <laughs> right. so yeah we certainly appreciate appreciate them and we do have restaurants and we do have some factories and we do have some places where individuals have come to us and say, look i was ex-offender i know what it's like you know so i want to mm-hmm. give people a chance as long as they're going to come to work on time and and be about accomplishing work and doing what they're asked to do, mm-hmm. we'll give them an opportunity. We do have companies. You know, we also want to make it clear to guys there's no guarantee. This is not a program where you're going to come in and then start, come in on Monday and start working the following Monday. This is not that simple. This is right. not Russia where you're assigned to be a plumber or a radio host or a job counselor. You have to have some skills. You have to show an individual you're worth, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, $10 an hour, whatever you're going to be making in terms of whatever position you're going to take on. We really want to focus on the employment search. Right. So what we're going to do is, is go through that workshop. At the end of the workshop, we're going to complete a resume for them. At the end of completing that week and that resume, we're going to give them a certificate of completion something that's going to help their self-esteem, something also to show a probation officer or 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 someone um, or employers, hey, look, I've accomplished something. I've done something positive. I'm serious about what I'm trying to do with my life. Uh, From there, they're going to have an opportunity to meet with one of our job counselors. They'll get a chance to meet Mm -hmm. one-on-one with that counselor where they can talk to them about the types of work that, they qualify for and the type of work that they want to do.
0: Kind of taking a step back here, Do you? what do you think the biggest hurdle or challenge is for, I mean, I'm sure there's several of them, but for an ex-offender looking for employment?
1: It's really not recidivating, not doing something negative again, not getting caught up with uh, what we call Ray Ray or Pookie, <laughs> getting caught up with the negative uh, lifestyle again staying away from those types of behaviors, again, staying away from alcohol and drugs as much as as possible because that, you know, can be a problem for that. That can often be a catalyst for them getting into some type of trouble often. That's the catalyst for for them getting into trouble is the alcohol or drug use.
0: And what do you do, you know, to help out the, the individuals that come into your program to kind of get over that hurdle or, you know, be able to kind of defeat that?
1: Well, there, that's where we have the other services at Word of Hope. We do have a fantastic ATODA counseling that's uh, handled by Miss Gray. Okay, she, what is that? Can That's can, alcohol, tobacco, and other drug okay. abuse services where they're going to get receive uh, tremendous counseling on how to overcome the, the problems of okay. alcohol and drugs. We're also going to do something that other agencies don't do, and that's we're going to provide them with mentoring. We have on staff uh, one of the nation's top mentor leaders, and that's uh, Reverend uh, Leondis Fuller does a fantastic job in outreaching to the individuals in the prisons throughout state of Wisconsin. And what they, they want to do is change that behavior, meet with those individuals in groups and individually, give them an individual mentor. Who can talk to them? Look, I'm having some problems on the job. Or mm-hmm. I'm thinking about starting to use again. I'm having a problem with my girlfriend. You know, how can I handle? It? I would need to keep my job, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of caught up with this conflict with my girlfriend. How how do I handle that? So, with the mentor, you have someone who is there for you, you and pick up a phone and give them a call, so they can provide you with some positive uh, counseling. To keep you from being involved in those negative behaviors.
0: So you guys don't you don't just leave anybody high and dry once they do find a job. You're you're still there as kind of the lifeline or, or support or you know help even after they found a job.
1: Yeah, and th- those are some of the positive things that Word of Hope offers. You know, I, I know a lot of you know probation agents or or individuals aren't aware of those things. And in addition to that, you know, we are a face-based organization. We don't proselytize, as it were, from the social services perspective. There is a higher calling that can help you as well if mm-hmm. you're having problems in your life right now. And it seems to be dealing with you know this hurdle and that hurdle. Maybe you need something else, or, or someone else, or or, or uh, spiritual help to help you overcome that. To some other guidance for you that might help you, and, and maybe. Uh, Taking on positive spirituality uh, might be something available for you. It's not anything that we preach. We don't come from it pr- from that perspective. Okay. It is there if individuals request it, and we certainly want to provide that to them if they need it.
0: Right. So you don't push it, but you encourage it. Right? Certainly. <laughs> Got it. Um, and then what, what are some of the biggest mistakes? I know we talked about hurdles, but kind of in a different direction. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see? that some individuals make that you want to just kind of put out a warning for um, people coming into the program or, you know, looking to be released soon? What what are some things that they should avoid? Well, it's,
1: sometimes it's, it's the expectations, lack of patience. Look, it's going to take a while to get a job, maybe a little bit more than, than you remember. Back several years ago, you could have got, gotten a lot, job a lot quicker. Our economy has changed. Uh, this is something that affects mm-hmm. everyone from people with master's degrees on down. So it's certainly going to affect you. You don't even – you just got out of prison. You don't have a degree. You don't have a specific <laughs> skill. You, right. uh, you don't have gift for gab. You, you're lacking in some skill areas. So your opportunities are are smaller. But they're there, and we want to encourage those individuals as well. I had a guy today call me, and he, he kind of – lost out on a job because he didn't get a phone call. So, you know, he could get all down or he could decide to use drugs. You know, I wanted to encourage him. Hey, there's going to be another opportunity. That one was for you, so there will be another one. Stay encouraged, stay positive. We want to help you. I'm sure you're going to be able to to find employment.
0: Is there anything else, you know, there's temp agencies out there, you know, any kind of short-term work? Is there anything like that that you recommend doing before maybe they actually find, you know, a, a long-lasting job?
1: Sure. Uh, volunteering? Short, short money is good money. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's better to work than being in jail. It's better to work than be sitting at home watching Jerry Springer. No, 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 <laughs> I think no, anything's no better
0: than sitting at home and watching Jerry Springer. No, no negative things
1: <laughs> to Mr. Springer's show. No negative. <laughs> you know, we want to do something positive. And if it's a short-term work, you might go and impress that employer with your work so much, he might take you on for a longer stay or keep you permanently. So with those opportunities, they can open windows. Um, There's dignity in all work, no matter what it is. Uh, And a short-term check is better than no check. And so some guys really didn't realize that. It's kind of... Something else we wanted to kind of uh, open up to them about those opportunities. Temporary agencies have their places. They, they have the, the negative. The negative is that at, at any time you can be let go. The right. positive is they do have opportunities. Um, you know, sometimes those positions can last for months and even years. The other positive, we've had a lot of people... Go to a temp agency, go to a a particular company, impress that employer with their skill, with their heart, with their work ethic, and the employer keep them on. Right. You know, and I've had that happen more than once. So there are some positive aspects to temp agencies as well.
0: Getting close to to our time here, but I wanted to kind of touch on a few more things. And um, one is, what is the biggest misconception do you think that ex-offenders have when they are released about finding a job, that you would like to give them some hope and and kind of debunk this myth that they might have?
1: Debunk. debunk the, the, The biggest myth is that they won't be able to find work and that it's going to be difficult. And so we want to tell them, yes, there is work. It is difficult. Right. It is not as simple. Nobody's going to tap you on the shoulder and offer you eleven fifty an hour. You you do have to put work into it. You do have to apply at the companies. You do have to network and ask family members who work, friends who work, ex-offenders who work. Hey, where are you working? Can you help me? Can you help mm-hmm. connect me? Can you have to put forth an effort? You can't just sit there and have somebody plug you and send you to some place where you're going to start working. doesn't happen like that. You have to put forth the effort. We want to encourage them. We want to motivate them. Uh, we want to excite them. I, I right. do an exciting workshop where we want to get people enthralled and happy about it, where you can't wait to go to work. <laughs> and those are some of the things that we want to do.
0: And then um, do you have a a success story that you can share just to kind of give that extra bit of hope? I
1: do have Mr. R. Okay. Mr. R came out, uh, was a welder, got him a job, $13 an hour.
0: That's pretty good.
1: worked three weeks. Mr. R used to have a drug problem. So one payday, he ran into an old friend, and after payday, after cashing his check, he went with that old friend, and they got caught in front of the drug house, Using crack in front of the drug house, Ugh. didn't drive away, didn't go to the alley, That's, didn't go to the basement. Yeah, stayed right there in front of the drug house. They got he got caught. He went back to jail. He, he got back out. He came to me and talked. Look, I, I messed up. You know, would you please help me again? Well, of course. That's mm-hmm. what we're there for. So now he totally off drugs, changed his life. Now he's making. Twenty-six dollars an hour. Now he is running to be a union rep
0: wow. at
1: his company. Well, he good just job came Mr. to R. me <laughs> after a year of work, sustained work. He hired other guys from our program to do snow shoveling that he does as a part time to his job as a welder.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a great story because it. You know, there's there's second chances, there's third chances, and just keep at it, and you can make a difference. That's true. You know, and improve your life. So, Malvin, why don't you give out a little bit, one more time, the information on how um, anybody can get a hold of you to find more information about your program. Sure.
1: We do our orientations. We're the Hope Ministries. Uh, our address is 2677 North 40th Street. That's the corner of 40th and Center. Uh, we have our social service program connected directly next to the church. I did get a chance to talk about all of the services that we <laughs> offer. There's the a healthcare, lot. The yep. housing, and, and all of those things. Every Monday, except for holidays, uh, we have our uh, employment orientation uh, where we welcome everyone from the community. Okay. But we do have uh, services for ex-offenders. Your ex-offender, you're looking for employment you might also qualify for our Rexo program. There, you'll get the not not only our general services, you'll get additional services from our, our case managers involved with our reentry to. Uh, employment uh, program that we have here now.
0: And that's uh, based in Milwaukee, but there are other organizations out there in your community. Um, how would you suggest somebody find a community or an organization like yourself in their community, no matter where they are in the United States? It,
1: it, it, you know, I, I would right now it's uh, call 211 is it uh, information line. Okay. If they're in a different city somewhere, there should be some type of local organization milwaukee i found has a lot of social services in contrast Mm -hmm. to some of the other cities of of the same size so people here are are relatively blessed to have organizations like word of hope and we're happy department of labor and in the city and county provides us with funding that we can continue to try and turn people's lives around
0: well thank you for everything that you're doing within our community melvin Um, And I definitely think we gave some hope out there for any ex-offenders. Please, um, you know, get in touch with Melvin and and join a program. But we are out of time today. And listeners, if you have any ideas for any future topics on community concepts, please email me at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. I'm Azure Mahara with localjobnetwork.com radio. Thanks for listening.